This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a podcast, a little holiday edition, sort of, as we're in between Christmas and New Year's as I sit in with the plea. What's up, Mike? What's up, Gary? So I heard some of your podcast last week with Al talking about moving, and I know you're still in the – I know you're in, but you're kind of in the process of getting everything in now in terms of the uh, the furniture and, and all of that stuff. I guess how, the first week has gone – it's weird to ask since you don't have everything in yet, but what's the first week been like? Um, it's been weird only because Christmas came right in between it and we're trying to, you know, packing up the apartment, but also we're going to Atlanta in a couple of days. So getting ready for that as well. And then working here every day. Um, but it's as for what could have happened, it's been relatively as smooth almost as possible. We have the movers are actually there right now working on the furniture. So I will go be meeting them after this. We have our big sectional, the couch for the living room being delivered tomorrow. And then we won't be done. There's still some boxes, but everything that is, essential will be there in the next couple of hours and then it'll be like you know, every day pretty much on the way back uh from work right i'll stop there pick up another two boxes and bring Do you them, have the apartment till how long then we couldn't get out until the middle of february so we have it for a bit oh wow yeah we had oh. to give them the 60 days notice so i told them right after we closed but right then 60 days the so you you got married and moved into the apartment from your parents' house or were you living somewhere else before then? No, we got so I moved into this uh, apartment from my parents' house. My wife was working out of state, so she moved out, moved to the apartment uh, in uh, Pennsylvania, right, right, right. moved back home with her parents while we searched for this apartment. But we we've lived there since uh, late October, early November of 2018. Okay, so you've been there a while, but yeah. for, this is like your first real big move, though. For, yeah, and because, this is obviously our first house. Right, I think I've done it now. For Four, um, one, two, three. Yeah, I've moved four times, and I've been in this house now that we're in for almost. Is it? I think it's six years now. We're there, and I don't plan on going anywhere for at least another six or seven. I don't think. Um, and I, the moving is fun, stressful, annoying, and exhilarating all at the same time. It's the weirdest process I've ever seen. To where there, there's every possible emotion known to man and there are so many different stages of it the closing process smooth or was it a little bit rough luckily very smooth we it got delayed one day because uh, the house we were supposed to move out of or the people who were selling the house it was during that storm last week so they the movers wouldn't come they couldn't move all their stuff out so thankfully i didn't have anything showing up for delivery until thursday so they pushed from tuesday wednesday all good. Yeah. And then, you know, in the we pre-signed most of the stuff. They send it to you now, you e-sign. I know. So we were in the office for less. And I was told, horror story, like, you could be there for hours. Your hand is going to be cramping up. We were out in, like, 35, 40 minutes having nice conversations. Outstanding. With the, you know, one of them was a listener to the station. So I was working with this show that morning. That he It was the day you were out. So the, the Peter Schwartz whole experience, he heard that. And then 
just like that. I was like, wait, are you sure we're done? Yeah, here's your folder. You're good that to go. That is great. How much, how much crap have you accumulated in the apartment now? So, like, think back to when you guys moved in together to what you just moved out with. Did you accumulate a lot or not really? What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. A good amount. Not as much. Like, I have still boxes at my parents' house that are now. My, I mean, my mom can't wait until sure. I get them out of her basement of and into my and my own. Not as much as I would have thought, but a lot of clothes. So there were a lot of, like, shirt and, you know, stuff I was wearing that I brought in that I realized, oh, I don't really wear this much anymore because right. I buy, like, my, uh, my wife hated it. I had, just because it was easily accessible, just like and it was a pile of T-shirts, then it was, like, a little bit of a stack. It ended up being this tower that was just every time I got a new shirt, yeah. I just put it here instead because the drawers were filled. I didn't go through and get rid of some of the old stuff. So a couple of weeks ago, I got rid of a lot of the old stuff, and now that could be moved. Uh, so a decent amount of stuff, but nothing crazy. Like packing a lot of that up, the odds and ends, loose stuff, I did a lot of that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as I was expecting. Because I will tell you that I got a dumpster. There's a good place called Been There, Dump That. And they come and yeah, it's good prices and it's easy. And they give you the dumpster. I think they gave it to us for like a full week, which is even longer than we needed it for, but gave us great flexibility and and time. And this was about a year, year and a half ago. And we filled that dumpster and I felt, oh, this is great. Cleared out a lot. I got to tell you this weekend, I wasn't feeling great last week. So I was in the basement a lot and I was kind of trying to stay away from everybody. So I was trying to come up with like different projects. Like, you know, I'm going to clean and declutter. And I didn't think it was them. I think I could fill another damn dumpster. And there's so much crap that you don't want to throw away. And then I thought, I've got all this stuff, and I haven't even gone into the attic yet. Well, that's got to be tough, too, because you have kids. So I'm like a sentimental person, so there are certain things that oh, if you're I was even going through. Trouble. Like, I did not want to throw away stuff that has, you know, there's memories attached to it. Sure. When I add kids on top of that, I'm... I'm going to be the person that doesn't want to throw You're going to be away. a disaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we were, this was a one-bedroom apartment with a living room and then a second room that was a den, but it wasn't that big. It ended up becoming uh, my wife's office during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have a lot of space. Both of us left stuff at our parents' house. We didn't think we'd be in this apartment this long. Um, all the wedding gifts and stuff from the registry, the shower gifts, all of those were stored elsewhere. So it was really our necessities and some crap. And I threw out some clothes, most of the crap. I would say I still kept 75, 80% of it, threw a good Ooh. chunk out, but I kept a lot of this stuff. Now, you just revealed something, though. So you you have a storage unit? No. Oh, no. It's uh, my parents' it's basement. It's the stuff at your parents' and, Okay. And my in-laws' basement. I got you. So now, when you add, now, if, is the place you just bought big enough to where you can go pick all that stuff up oh, now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. More, more than enough space for that. We have a, f- a fully finished basement, 
giant laundry slash storage room. We have the garage, which I don't know if we'll be parking in. So that could become storage. We have more than enough. It's just going to be a matter of driving it between the houses. And you did, I like what you did with the townhouse as opposed to the home. I, you know, being a homeowner, we totally joke about it. It's, it is great and it sucks. I mean, I, there, I've never seen something that's so many different extremes, like having your own backyard in the summer, phenomenal. The deck, you got, you're lucky enough to have a pool like we do, which is great. Um, I got plenty of space for the basketball for that. It's awesome. But my God, when crap goes wrong and it's on you to get it fixed or it's on you to find someone to fix it and things break and pop and floods. Oh, my God. It is just it's stressful. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the first time something happens indoors. Now, thankfully, with the townhouse, pretty much the entire exterior is covered. The responsibility of the HOA. They just redid the roof like two years ago. So that's brand new. A lot of the stuff is older. Yeah. But, um, you know, the person who owned the house renovated the master bathroom, so that's brand new. The second bathroom is good enough. Yeah. You know, the, the half bath is, again, good enough. We'll make some cosmetic changes, nothing nothing crazy. Nothing had to be overhauled, so we can settle in and then start to, at least the plan is to, because, again, you know, stuff will come up. Always. But we can sort of, you know, pick what we want to change one by one by one. And we have more than enough space for definitely just us and, if there were to be one or two people that were, we're good for years here. Yeah. Should no, be. good for you. You should enjoy it as much as you can and save as much money as you can too. I know for us, we, this house we moved into six years ago, I really didn't think there was a lot of work that had to be done. Um, I thought it was mostly cosmetic. And if we so chose to do this, and as you know, the, the hot water heater and the furnace and the air conditioner, all right, those were unforeseen, but I got to tell you, even like, you know, you move into something, and even though yours is relatively, you're saying stuff was relatively new. Our stuff wasn't new but didn't need to be replaced. We weren't in it long, and we're sitting there like, you know what? want to make it more of our own. And you don't think you're going to spend a lot of money, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, everything adds up. And this is five. And that's the other thing. Nothing's $100 anymore. No. Everything's $3,000, $4,000, $5,000. So if you want to make, let's say you want to do four repairs in a year, you could be talking twenty grand easy if not more, depending right. upon what it is. And we cannot afford that. So we'll be picking, you know, like one or two. Because we also, like you said, say I still want to be saving while I'm doing sure. this. So not going to deplete that. But we'll we'll find a couple of things. We painted the two bedrooms upstairs yesterday. So those are done. So we Got kept it. the living room as is. Kitchen, we replaced the appliances. That's what came last week. So those are brand new. So now the kitchen isn't maybe the perfect match, but we'll do that paint job ourselves. Everything else in good enough condition where... Again, nothing has to be overhauled right away. Good. Now, now that you're a homeowner and you're not just renting an apartment any longer, does that change your vacation? Like, are you guys big with trips or you're happy being home and you really just take time off and you're off? Uh, I'm, I'm very happy being home. Like, once I have my next week, I'm going to buy the big screen TV for the living mm. room. Once I have that, plus a section that's coming tomorrow, I don't have to leave the house again. I'm good. But we will, I'm sure, still find trips. I like doing... You know, we have one uh, family vacation coming up. Haven't gone away with my family in six years, so we're doing that. Um, Which is where? uh, Going to Aruba. Oh, nice. Um, So we have, we'll do that, but we like the little, we're going to Atlanta this weekend for the Peach Bowl, so we like doing little travel trips with sports. Peach Bowl? Penn State's playing in the Peach Bowl. Wow. Well, because of gifts and knowing the right people, Mm -hmm. this entire, I mean, whatever we spend on food, obviously, still to come, flight. Accommodations, tickets, $98 each. Excuse I, me? I couldn't really say no. 
$98 each for yeah. all that? Wow. I'd, I might go to the Peach Bowl. Right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, so we'll do that. Like, I go, my parents have a place in Fort Lauderdale, so when there's events in Fort Lauderdale or Miami, my dad and I have gone to Jets Dolphins the last few years. Right, right, uh, right. Hopefully, at some point, the schedule hasn't worked out. I'd like to go see the Mets down there. So, mm-hmm. But that'll be the kind of thing. You know, you go away for four or five days, a little warmer weather, nothing. Uh, we did our honeymoon last year. I don't know the next time we need, like, a giant vacation. Yeah, that, no, that'll be a while. I'll tell you what. Don't start playing golf. Oh, I, yeah, that's – Because you I'm, already – I'd be in trouble. Your trips are already surrounding sports or concerts. If you start playing golf and you add golf trips into the mix, man. Now I, I know can even tell. Like when we went to Vegas last year, a bunch of the fan guys for JJ's bachelor yeah. party, the one nice break that Lou Gower and I got because we don't golf, they're up at the crack of dawn. Sure. I mean, which in Vegas, like that's that's almost impossible to wake up that early. Yeah, they're out there for eight hours. They had all these different tea times. We when well, we got by, we slept in a little bit, got a bite to eat. Pool, gamble, like I, if I add golf to that, and listen, everybody now, you know, everybody tries to get, come on, get, get on the golf course with us. Let's go. Let's well, go. It's fun. It is fun. Uh, I think the fun. problem is that I might love it a little too much. And then, especially with like working overnight, I'll say, let me just go home, crash for a couple hours, well, get out and go. See, here's the thing with your hours. So when I was working your hours, um, I didn't have kids yet. So I joined a country club so that I could go right after work. Right, you'd be good with those 6.30 tea times. Yeah, well, I, I think we started at 7.30. It was perfect. Um, and I think I my tea time was always 7.50 because the t- first time was 7.30. And I would be home and in bed by 1, and I would sleep until like 7. So I'd get six hours sleep, uh, have dinner with my wife when she got home from work around 6.30, 7 o'clock, and then I would repeat it the next day. And you want to laugh, out of all these years and all the exercise routines and programs that I've ever had, two times in my life I've been my thinnest. It was 2012 when I did Insanity, and I did it for, I mean, I probably did it, man, hardcore for like six, seven months, and I was, the best shape of my life was that summer for sure. Prior to that was between 2001 and 2003 when I belonged to that country club, and I play, I walked, I didn't ride carts, and I played five days a week, Tuesday through, I played Tuesday through Friday at the club, and then Saturdays with my dad at a public course. And I walked every day, humping those clubs around. Those two times in my life as an adult, the two thinnest I've ever been. That does not surprise me. I mean, the impact walking has. When I was in college, the Penn State campus, you've been there. It's huge. Yeah, it's so just walking across from yeah. one side to the other, the amount of steps and miles like you would put in And you don't daily. even realize you're doing it. Right. It was just a necessity. Yep. And then, of course, once I stopped that, then... Moved back home, working here at home every day. Yeah. Started gaining weight because, like, I didn't the freshman fifteen. None of that. It was only after post college when I wasn't walking. The lack of activity. Who knows how long every day? I mean, we don't. I don't think as a society we eat well. I think that's pretty much known. But our lack of movement is really, I think, a bigger problem than the nutrition. I think the nutrition's bad. There's no question. But the fact that we don't move as a society is just got to be, for our cardiovascular health, is just horrendous. Oh, yeah. Listen, the, maybe the metabolism caught up with me, too, in my 20s. But the it was the lack of activity cutting down yeah. by, like, 90%, which definitely... That's why... So I got my kids playing golf now, and my one, my older son really likes it. My younger son is obsessed with it, to where we're playing tomorrow. Um, December 29th, we're getting around in. And I'm all for it. It's be 50 degrees. Oh, I know. I talked to JJ about it in Rosenberg. Anytime yeah. the temperature creeps above like 40 degrees, yes, that's us. they want to get out there. Yeah. 42 is my number. Well, I'm sure we'll talk. We have Joe with us tomorrow, and you're the one who got him on the golf yes, course I know. for the I first know. time. I well, know. could you imagine if you guys were doing overnights and he fell in love with golf 
earlier, he would have been joining you out on the course pretty much well, every single did, day. Well, but we did, though. So he started playing in 01, and I worked But that's with when Joe. it was ramping up. Now it's at a point where if Joe Correct. had his way, he'd be out there seven days a week. But he was out there a lot, 02, 03, 04, before he left me to go to middays when I was still on overnights, to where he came on the golf trip with my dad and my brother. Like, he joined us for a couple of days in Florida. He was so into it. Now, you're right. Now he's playing more, but he he was, I don't want to say obsessed immediately, but pretty quick. If it wasn't, I think there's rain in the forecast today. Oh, no, there is because I, I Today's the terrible. For, yeah. Today's he's not, not doing the midday show. He'd probably be out there he would be. today. Yeah. yeah, it's 50 degrees today. I know because him, JJ, and Tommy Keenan, who's Joel's friend, he talked about yep. forever. I've gotten to know him, be friendly with the last couple of years. They Again, anytime yeah. it's not freezing... They want to be out in the golf I've course. I've done a bad job with Joe because we always talk about playing and we never do. And as part of it is he, we just we live an hour and a half apart from one another. And it's just it's which just, is so funny because you're easy. you're in the same state that's not that big. And it's, it's still not, but he's so far. I know. North. And also the roads, but because I'm closer to you to get to it's that part of Jersey. Unless you're driving in the middle of the night, right. it's impossible. And then the one place that would work for the two of us, it's not that easy to tee times. Anytime we try and do it, I can't get it at the it's just so, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it tomorrow. So. Oh, I'm sure. It's it's either that or the Jets. So, as yeah. someone who doesn't golf, please talk about golf. Yeah, well, we got the – don't the Knicks play tonight, too, I hope? They do, yeah, and all three hockey teams. And, and uh, yeah, so we're good. Nets, Bucks. We'll be fine. All right, Um, good job. I will see you tomorrow. All right, thank you. Uh, you do this, see you thing. Uh, I, I always blow us. I told Al about how bad I was at this. I'm sorry. Here we go. See y'all. Oh, that was <laughs> – <laughs> I felt myself losing that as it was going. <laughs> It's like when the when the pitcher slips out of the uh, uh the ball slips out of the pitcher's hand. I gotta be honest, she's ended there. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs>